Are you getting ready to face the holidays for the first time without a loved one? You can do this with God's help and good planning. Stick around and let's talk about it. Welcome to Spoken Quietly, the podcast by Gloria Sloan Castellanos, speaker, author, and Christian life coach. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Spoken Quietly podcast. Well, the holidays are approaching and some of us are having to face the holidays without a loved one for the first time. So this is a topic that it is a bit hard for me personally to uh, talk about since, as most of you know, I lost my mother a little over a month ago. So our family is trying to decide how we will plan for the holidays this year, and especially how we are going to help my father, my 80-year-old father, to cope this holiday season without my mother. This podcast is taken from my blog post at SpokenQuietly.com, so I invite you to visit me there. It is also a little sneak preview of an article that will be included in the SQ 2021 Holiday Magazine. If you have not reserved your free digital copy, please do so. I will include a link to reserve it in the description of this podcast. So, if you have been following my blog, you know that I've had to spend plenty of holidays dealing and coping with grief. During my adult life, I've lost my husband, daughter, brother, friends, and a little over a month ago, I also lost my mother. This will be another first holiday without a loved one. First of all, let me remind you that time doesn't heal the pain associated with a loss. It's what you do with that time that matters and how you allow God to work in your life. Grief is the process by which you heal experiencing the pain rather than constantly trying to escape it can help you feel better in the long term. So instead of pretending that the holidays don't exist, face them with God's strength, with wisdom, and with good planning. Eventually, the holidays will get easier but only if you allow yourself to experience the grief of going through them for the first time. Believe me, I can testify of that. So please allow me to share with you today a list of tips and suggestions that have helped me and others cope with grief after the death of a loved one or any loss for that matter. Remember, God has not changed. The true meaning of the Thanksgiving and Christmas celebrations is still the same. For me, it has always been so comforting to know that despite so many fluctuations in my life, I could trust 
that God will never leave me nor forsake me, Hebrews 13.5, and that there is no variation or shadow of turning in him, James 1.17. Oh my goodness, how safe it feels knowing that I am standing on solid ground and that his loving arms will never fail me. Number two, acknowledge that the holidays will be different. I believe it is important to begin preparing mentally for the holidays. Let me tell you, I was not prepared for the first Christmas I spent without my children. I found myself alone baking Christmas cookies for the neighbors and all of a sudden a wave of sadness and uncontrollable tears just flooded my beautifully decorated kitchen. The lights and all the trimming could not keep me from feeling so dim and lost. Number three, do not be too hard on yourself. It is normal to feel sad and lonely. It is fine to cry from time to time. There is nothing sinful about your feelings. God designed you that way to help you unload your burdened heart. But be careful to not allow your feelings to overpower your life. Spend time with God telling Him how you feel. He wants to hear it. You might want to keep a journal. Ask for the help of others if you need it. Number four, it is acceptable to feel joy and happiness and laugh during the holidays. Don't think that those positive emotions are not honoring your loved one. In fact, it is very normal to experience a mix of emotions. Actually, the Bible says that the disciples experience sadness, which is an emotion, Enjoy at the same time, which is a gift of the Spirit. Number five, decide what to do with the holiday traditions. Which ones will you keep? Which ones will you exclude? Don't feel obligated to keep traditions that you don't feel comfortable with right now. Give yourself time and space to heal. How about starting a new tradition? Thanksgiving has always been a special holiday for me. I live in El Salvador now. Thanksgiving is not celebrated here. My husband Edwin, who is Salvadorian, was so kind to accommodate his schedule and learn to appreciate my foreign tasting food so I could have a likeness, a similitude of my Thanksgiving celebrations. Of course, it's not the same. But as a new family, we are creating new traditions to adjust to our new unique circumstances. You can do the same too. Now plan ahead. That's number six. As you decide on traditions and events, 
make sure you communicate well to everyone in the family and those friends and, and people that surround you uh, of those plans that you are making, those decisions you are making. Also, if the usual place of your celebrations, your home maybe, will bring you too many difficult feelings, consider changing location this year. Remember, it doesn't have to always be this way. You are only allowing yourself opportunities to heal. Number seven, make a memorial ornament or decoration in honor of your loved one. Maybe a wreath with his or her favorite colors, photos or items, maybe a tree ornament with his or her name, I am already thinking about a wreath and hopefully I will be able to share with you later on as I decide how this is going to come together. Number eight, donate to the charity of your choice in memory of your loved one. Maybe it's a charity that your loved one particularly favored. Number nine, send a holiday card to close friends and family of your loved one. Remember that they are also suffering his or her loss. Number 10, share grateful memories about your loved one as you sit around the Thanksgiving table with the family. If someone is not comfortable sharing, please don't force him or her to do it. But you can also have them write their memory on a piece of paper and someone can read it out loud. Remember to kind of warn them before you ask them to do these things. Everybody is also grieving along with you. So take this into consideration and plan ahead. Let them know ahead of time. As I shared in the post, saying goodbye to mom, healing through gratitude. Focus on that. Focus on gratitude. The Word of God says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 In the happy moments and in the sad moments, an attitude of gratitude is God's will for us. But thanksgiving is not a selfish requirement from God, but it is an important instrument designed by Him for our benefit in healing, especially in difficult times. Now, I've read a quote that was very interesting by C.S. Lewis, and it is so true. Bereavement, or grief, is a universal and integral part of our experience of love. And this is so true. Death is part of life. Love is part of life. And when we lose a loved one, someone that we have cherished for so many years, we will grieve and that is an integral part of who we are. And it's also a necessary part for our healing. Now let's go to my coaching corner. Number one, will you be experiencing the holidays for the first time without a loved one? 
Which one of the tips mentioned will be most helpful for you? Number two, how will you adapt your holiday celebrations to cope with your grief? Number three, would you be interested in a Healing Through Gratitude journal? If you are, please write to hello at SpokenQuietly.com and let me know. I sure hope that these questions will give you a nudge in the right direction. If you need more help, please send me an email and schedule a free one-hour coaching session with me, especially if you are grieving, I am available. You can also visit my website, SpokenQuietly.com, and schedule your session there. I am passionate about teaching, coaching, and encouraging women to find their vision, live their mission, and do it joyfully and successfully. And of course, I love to write about it. Until next time, remember, words of the wise spoken quietly should be heard rather than the shouts of fools. Ecclesiastes 9.17 This is Gloria Sloan Castellanos. You just heard Spoken Quietly, the podcast by Gloria Sloan Castellanos. Until next time.